Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi, everyone. You've downloaded today's podcast. Great to have your company. Billy Slater is going to be on with us uh, in today's podcast. Mm-hmm. One of your favourite players? Yeah, Billy would be up there. I, I, like I mean, a... not as a uh, club team member. <laughs> well, I know. Won all those premierships with uh, the Melbourne the Storm. Storm. Which would be your least favourite team? No. No, I thought Melbourne Storm team. was. <clears throat> Mine's Canterbury Bulldogs. You just don't like them? Hate them. Yeah, they're a well-hated team. Mm. Sharks. Sharks? No one likes it and doesn't like the Sharks. Paul Gallen uh, was the one that right, really okay. turned me off the Sharks. Titans. Mm. You don't like the Titans? No, ex-boyfriend. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's why I hate Canterbury. Yeah, ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Does your head in, doesn't it? It's like a, a name that you just, you know, if you were at school and there was like a naughty person, you you burnt off that name. Yeah. It was mainly yeah. That's how I choose all my football teams. <laughs> Didn't like Steve Menzies? No, it was more um, Jeff Toovey, uh, oh, Cliffy Lyons. Yeah. I hated Steve Menzies. For some reason, he had one of those heads that I just found annoying. Mm. You know, there's just some of those people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's not really any teams that I I dislike. Mm. It, it's just players that I'll dislike right. along the way. See, mine for AFL, majority of the players that I don't warm towards are in Richmond. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because they can be quite cocky, can't they, Richmond? <sighs> Is that their problem? Doesn't everyone hate Collingwood as well? Yeah, I, you should hate them as a team, but mm. I don't really have any hatred towards any of the players. But I guess just for the Lions um, mm. that threw us out of the finals would have been Richmond. Yeah. And they just seem to be that, that, that there's a few really cocky players, right, like you right. said, mm. that you just like, when you see them on the TV screen, you're like, don't do that face. Or they get a go and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> stupid face. Um, ice hockey, um, Vancouver and Toronto have a big rivalry. They hate each other. Yeah, okay. Mm. It's going to be interesting in Brisbane because they're set to announce, not too far away, the second Brisbane team. Was that 2024 mm. that they were going to start or is it not that early? No, nah, yeah. That's pretty early. 20, 23 or 24 they, when they start, but they'll announce who gets the team in the next couple of months. So mm. is there people that are applying for it? Because some people are saying like Ipswich would and they've got a amazing local teams yeah. down at Ipswich. Yeah, they're the absolutely Jets. fantastic. But Ipswich then people have said that might be... Two in between for Gold Coast and well, Redcliffe Dolphins. I think are the other ones going. Yeah. The other ones that are going the for it. And what? Is um, there any other? There's like, one that they said they might start up the Brisbane Bombers. But what it will come down to uh, is whether or not they can be financially viable. Because you can say, hey, we want to be in the NRL, yeah. but if you can't make the money, or you know, um, and it'll depend if, like, usually if they're big enough to have a clubhouse, and they're like, we've got income coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but because the big at the moment. There's three teams in Queensland, Titans, Broncos, Cowboys. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the big rivalries, Broncos, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I wonder how much that will change when there's two Brisbane teams. Mm. Like, whether that'll be more of a thing. Or... Probably, I reckon. Yeah. Gold Coast, um, have they ever won? No. Premiership? So Mate, that's always been the problem. Eight. Like, you know that you always get the money and the revenue coming in when you go, you start winning and you get the memberships mm. for it. But, yeah, like you said, that probably didn't have as big a local team as what the Redcliffe and Ipswich do. Is there any mm. other areas that they would... Or is it just no, those two? I think, there's, I think it's Matt. There was three vying, but I'm pretty sure it's between Redcliffe and Ipswich. Logan, be nice were Logan it. looking for a while? Logan Brothers? Uh, there might have been, but mm. my intel, uh, that's chatting to the bloke who does the footy stuff here. Uh, so he said that, yeah, looking like Redcliffe or Ipswich. Well, you need a big financial backing of it. So if Correct. there's a, someone there with money that goes, yeah, I'll be able to support them for this many years mm. if you have them here. But they can also, like, Titans just started their own thing. They were privately owned. Do you think they'd be um, 
a market for another team in North Queensland, not in Townsville, but if you look a little bit in West, like it's hard because they're all small towns, aren't they? To sort of. I don't reckon so. No. I, no. I don't think so, no. Because Kings. you got to remember, North Queensland is all that area yeah, yeah, they can't yeah. made up, you know? Yeah. So, like even Billy Slater will tell you in his interview, he's from Innisfail, which is three hours from Townsville. Mm. So Townsville itself is not a huge city, but, but it services those... a massive area. Mm. Is people. What about a uh, Perth team? No, they can't do Perth. You can't do It's too AFL. No, well. They tried it in Adelaide. Mm. It's just the population. They tried a Perth team in Adelaide? <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they tried to do mm. NRL. They're trying to but grow you just, it. But you just don't have the, the mark. Like it, Perth is so insanely mm. AFL, the but same having, as Adelaide, that ha- it's hard. Having said that, though, once upon a time, if someone had said a rugby league team in Melbourne, everyone would be like, not a no, chance. That's true. Yeah. So maybe not right now. They've got more population, but- though. But in the future, because that's that that's part of their reason why they take games to Perth for Origin and stuff. Mm. And it's hard for teams to, to play overseas. Trying to grow. Yeah, but the AFL do. In Perth. Yeah. yeah. Very rarely. Imagine that, <laughs> Yeah, though. yeah, they do. Wouldn't yeah. you just go, hey, look, let's not go to Perth. Let's just go play in Bali. Yeah. <laughs> We're going all that way anyway. Yeah. Let's just go to Bali. Play. Yeah, are the Broncos still the most, uh, the, the richest club? They are. Yeah, are they? Still are. No, not even Penrith? Because Penrith World of Entertainment, my God, yeah, that see, place is a continent. It? It's a bit, it depends how you look at it. If you look at per capita. Right. Oh, so per thing. capita. Yeah. But per capita, but, Adelaide Crows yeah. always were. Right. Yeah. Have you been to the world, the Panthers it's world? It's amazing. Have you been? Yes. Yeah, it's huge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stand up there. But yeah, there's like so many different rooms. I, I had to walk like 15 minutes to get to the room I was in. Yeah. I really loved it. Through two time zones. Have you never been there? Yeah, I've yeah, been you've been there, yeah. yeah. Penrith is its own city, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What's the same as Logan? Like yeah. its own city. Yeah. But the difference is from Brisbane City, you can get to Logan in 20. If you live in Sydney City, it takes you about three hours to get out of yeah. Penrith. Yeah. Mum mm. put a, we went to see Penrith, uh, Brisbane play Penrith, and we lived down there. Mum put a chicken in the oven and. Um, oh, she thought she'd go watch the game and be back in time? No, yeah. Oh, man. Really? That would have been so nerve wracking on the way home. It was this big when we got home. Literally, it was <laughs> no. tiny. It was tiny little chicken in the tray and smoke billowing. You wouldn't even maybe go and see a game and put that. That's, oh. that's risky. I even get nervous having a roast in the oven knowing the I'm Going, pick up. go to school, yeah. pick up and be Same. back in half an hour. I get hour. nervous with a slow cooker on, and that's what they're built for. Yeah. yeah. Oh, funny. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's get into it. It's the podcast. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. People don't know that you guys are so worldly and travelled and cultured. Uh, Stav, you were born in Scotland, and Matt, you have been to New York and Thailand. I was born in Gladstone. Uh, Can't get much cultured yeah, in central uh-huh, Queensland, baby. Exactly. I have Fluid studied abroad so or two. Have you? Mm. Tell us your favourite uh, saying in a different language. Uh, ich liebe dich is German for I love you. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Up yeah. shit creek without a paddle is mine. Is it? And what nationality? What... Um, uh, that what language is that? French. French. Okay, here we go. So what's going to happen is I'm going to play you a little bit of a, a current news story from around the world. You have to tell me what the story is about and what language. Yes. Okay. So We've the, done this before and we're going we're to stop as soon as you get all three right. Okay. For those who are playing along with us, the trick is to listen out for the names of things, which generally are, are in the, English, they're the, the same. The random English words that are in there because they don't have a translation, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, first one. Eu sou a Mikan, Mika com três N's no final, e hoje eu vou falar sobre Cruella. Sim, ele mesmo, o novo filme live action da Disney, a vilã do 101 Dálmatas. Ok. Did you hear what I heard? I did. Cruella? Yes. In the middle there, so... Yeah, so it's about the movie Cruella starring Emma Stone, which is apparently fantastic. Mm. But is it about Cruella, or is it about Emma Stone, and they're just saying she features in Cruella? Well, I think that's what's close enough for horseshoes and hand grenades, isn't it? That's... 
do. We just need the language. She sounds like she's starting the proceedings with a question, too. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Gruella? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Russian. Okay, can you not, too, you I think Russian. Russian. Yeah. Russian. Let's, let's hear it one more time. Eu sou a Mikan, Mika com três Ns no final, e hoje eu vou falar sobre Cruella. Sim, ele mesmo, o novo filme live action da Disney, a vilã do 101 Dálmatas. I, think... I don't think it's Russian. No, Russian. <laughs> I don't think it's... It's not angry enough. You so we're saying that it's about... Um, I'll tell you that the story is about Disney's Cruella, yes. starring so, Emma Stone, and how well it's been received, so and that point. they are starting the works, early plans for a sequel. Sequel. I'm going to say Yugoslavian. That's a good choice, and mm. I support it 100%. Do mm. you? You shouldn't have... It's Portuguese. Ah, oh, your favourite chicken. <laughs> I love Portuguese chicken. You eat so much. You should know the language. Yeah. Yeah. I've never eaten you it in Portugal. Peri peri. <laughs> yeah. 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 No worries. Extra, extra hot or Second. lemon and herb? One. Cloato promueve a la cultura dietética al parecer por accidente tras haber despotricado contra una heladería. Spanish? Mm. Spanish. Okay. Spanish. Yeah. Spanish. Yeah, but yeah. I, don't, I didn't hear any other really English word. really hard to hear any name in there. She sounds very happy about whatever she's talking about. Cloato promueve a la cultura dietética al parecer por accidente tras haber despotricado contra una heladería. Did she say paparazzi in there? Paparazzi. Una heladería. Una heladería. Cloato promueve a la cultura dietética al parecer por accidente tras haber despotricado contra una heladería. Nice to be the music in the background. Not going to get it. Something about Borat? No, okay. Uh, so Demi Lovato has oh, come oh. out as a non-binary <laughs> and, uh, and has telling the fans about uh, changing pronouns. Right. That's exactly what I was going to say. You were going to say that. I saw that in your I'm own. getting a lot of emails there with the pronouns at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Some professional, mm-hmm. like, work addresses now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like people saying if they're a him, a her, a they. they identify. Yeah, so they might say they, them, or they'll say him. Well, that helps him, it. His, Makes yeah. it rather than being an awkward conversation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. All right, last one. You've got this, guys. I've got so much faith in you. You're so cultured. Thank you. Diese süße Nachricht geben die Sussexes jüngst in einem offiziellen Statement bekannt. Der Herzog und die Herzogin von Sussex, ihre Tochter Lilibet, Lily, Diana, Mountbatten, Windsor auf der Welt willkommen. Oh, well, it's obviously about the last episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's what I got. That's what I got. Uh, now, obviously, about Lilibet. Yep. Yeah. Naming Prince Harry and Meghan Markle named their baby, their baby girl. Language. Diese süße Nachricht geben die Sussexes jüngst in einem offiziellen Statement bekannt. Der Herzog und die Herzogin von Sussex, ihre Tochter Lilibet, Lily, Diana, Mountbatten, Windsor auf der Welt willkommen. German. Yeah, well done. Oh, stabby boy! Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say French. I'm so glad I mouthed it and you looked at me like, nah, nah, chin. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got this. There we go. That is it. News from around the world. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Use this grassy. Mowing the lawn. We need the right equipment. When did your lawn obsession start? Do you remember um, the age? Was your dad into well, lawn? Yeah, was your dad into lawn? No, my, my dad never... I was the lawn mower growing up as a kid, but mm. I didn't enjoy that. No. When our first house that Esther and I built, I had a little bit of lawn and I liked that. But this house I'm in now is my true obsession. And I reckon something happens inside some guys where at 30, mm. it's like they long for a Bunnings hat, a high sock, and the smell of two-stroke. 
and their lawn just becomes their life. And freshly cut grass, because you've got like the top range, the most expensive grass, and you did anything to be able to get that laid. So Grange, Zoysia, yeah, it's what they have on golf courses. When you're mm. putting on your putting green, mm. uh, the golf course. Oh, but we had uh, Jay who called up. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Yeah, he wouldn't know. No, I would a bit. Of, uh, it's, I don't. I would never putt on it. It's a lot of. It's even more work to keep up on a putting yeah, green. Okay. Mm, should speak to my brother about it. He used to be a greenskeeper. I would love to. <laughs> when you see in, that? When he's in town, people next. Are going to a little party <laughs> yeah. and like they just talk in the corner yeah. about how to do it. No, he's a, he's a pro. See, my lawn. I'm actually at the moment because we had lots of rain recently. You know mm. that big downpour. Um, I got a bit of fungus in my lawn, and it's really hard to get it to come back if it's not warm weather. So I am genuinely embarrassed when people come over at the moment because there's a section of my lawn I'm just not happy with. So you should be. It was well, a disgrace. Everyone might be seeing it because Jay, who is a New South Wales supporter and listens to the show, laid down this bet about the game tonight. I know how you love the Maroons, and I know how you love your lawn. The Blues win. I want you... To paint your lawn with the blues emblem on it. All right, you got a deal, Jay. Well done. All right. Good on you, man. All right, come on. Now, this might not seem like a big deal, but I just want to hear about lawn fanatics. Mm. Are you one? Because I've even got a a friend of mine who's a girl who loves lawn. Oh, yeah? She would chat to you. I didn't tell you that she likes lawn because I didn't want you to chat about the lawn. One of your friends who was at the party? Yeah, so I left it out, but she loves a bit of lawn chat. I wouldn't. She's she's a person that gets out there and she doesn't like the pesticides, so she gets the bugs out at like four in the morning. Yeah, with soapy water test. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I think I that was know. a good idea not telling him because he might have left his wife for her. Do we have anyone out there who's obsessed with their lawn? Can you explain what it's like? I reckon... Or you can dub in your partner, by the way. I would love to hear from wives as well, mm. dubbing in their husbands, because Esther says that my lawn is my mistress. She always mm. tells people that my lawn gets more attention than her. And she's not wrong. Not wrong at all. Said friend has scissors to cut the strips. In the corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't get the, lawn, the whippersnipper into it, especially mm. fence poles. Yeah, she uses grass. scissors because she likes it to all be the same thing. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. she was going to enter a competition and we said... No. No. Why not, though? I got. I told you about the competition. You should enter the Brisbane one. It's in spring. Oh. Oh, you... Yeah. Well, I've, I'm, I'm keen to enter. It's got to get to the right the right point, though. There is something about lawn, and this is the thing. doesn't matter what it says. People turn up, and when they see a nice lawn and they come to your house for the first time, it's the first thing they look at. Oh, yours is amazing. We laid on it, and we couldn't believe how soft oh, I, it was. I, I, it's I, like, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It was lovely. Yeah. And I, th- I reckon that one's probably allergy-free. Yeah. <laughs> That's superior. <laughs> yeah. You can I, eat it. I think I'm you one... Should, you you can. can try. You could. No, you, you could. Try. You could. I'd have to tell you when, so there was no chemicals in it. But oh. um, the main... The thing is, though, I reckon I'm only one step away from getting a pair of white balance shoes as well. You know, mm. that's when you've really made your lawn. You know, you see those, mm-hmm. those dads out mm. there pushing around the lawnmower. Yeah. It, but it is... Um, because, like, next, next door neighbour, he's he loves his garden. It's garden more than lawn, but he loves his garden. He's always out in his garden. And we're at the point where we're just like, just apologise yeah. to her and go inside. Yeah. Like, your neighbours must think you and Esther are on shaky ground. Oh, don't get me wrong. When the kids have been annoying, I'm like, right, babe, time to mow the lawn. Whack mm. on the uh, whack in the earplugs. Go out there, push the lawnmower around. Do we have anyone who's obsessed with it like Maddie? That's the... Mm. I don't or, know. Or am I a revolution? Am I just leading it in Brisbane? All oh, right. Izzy in Wayville Heights. Who's obsessed with the lawn in your house? 
Hey, um, my partner is completely lawn obsessed. I think him and Maddie need to have a beer together and chat about lawn. Oh, lads on the lawn. How does yours look <laughs> at the moment? Is it good? Um, it actually looks fantastic. It's annoying that he spends so much time on it, but hats off to him. It, it does look fantastic. <laughs> have you learned anything? Do you even know what type of grass you have? Um, oh, it was a process. We ordered special grass through somewhere. Special grass for the front lawn has to be different for the back lawn. Mm. Yeah, because the I, shade? I don't know what it is. Mm. Pardon? It'd be because of the shade. The shade and the dog and the drainage. And I feel like I know more about lawn than I need to know. Yeah. I think that's true of most people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Izzy, can I say I... At the moment, I'm ashamed because the top half of my backyard is nowhere near where it should be. Um, yeah, and and I just it's not going to turn it's around like, till spring. It's like your lawn's got a cold sore. It uh, it is a hundred percent. That's the best way to explain it. I feel like covering it up. <laughs> Gary, who uh, just, always listens to the shows on Instagram, just said, "Oh, I love this lawn talk." Is like like yawn talk. Oh, oh. thanks, Gary. <laughs> uh, does he does he get really upset when there's an issue with it? Is he? Yeah. Very, very upset. But he has his own Instagram dedicated to our lawn where he will put his tips and tricks up on how he looks after the lawn. So maybe you should look at that. What's the account? And see, it's called Randy in the Jungle and he runs through all sorts of hilarious lawn-related is, um, is he going to spend five minutes with everybody? I don't know, mate. Kid? I don't know what's like... going on. But do you know, someone's <laughs> message, and this is one for you if you've got a dog, that their, uh, their best friend's husband is so obsessed with the lawn, he makes the dogs drink apple cider vinegar oh, in yeah. their water so it doesn't stain and discolour his grass. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I just get um, Gussie to write stuff. <laughs> Kerry in Marumba <laughs> Downs, who's obsessed with the lawn? Um, my brother Paul, he has cameras around the house that if they're away, he can see if, well, the other weekend his son had a few people over and the girls were taking a pee out on the lawn on the front yard <laughs> yeah. and he screenshot that on the cameras, sent it to his son and goes, what the hell's going on? It'll stain the lawn, you know? It will, like, it'll burn it. MRP, yeah. Yeah, he needs an alarm. Set. You can yeah. just watch it, the CCTV. They should have had alarm. apple cider vinegar before. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Carrie, um, yeah. if I uh, was he's him. He's got other issues. He's got other <laughs> issues. <laughs> I'll be getting some speakers set up to go with those. Some, and get yeah. off my lawn. Yeah, yeah. Sharon in Marumba Downs. Oh, you, who's obsessed with the uh, the lawn? Yeah, how are you all? Good. Right. Well, yeah, no, my ex-husband, he was out there every weekend. Myself and the kids got neglected totally. And that was part why we split up because he didn't spend any time with us. Wow! <laughs> Careful, Maddie. He, he all he would do is uh, top dress the lawn. He would roll the lawn. He would mow the lawn. We even had the putting green out the back, so we had this little putt putt, and it was immaculate. And we weren't allowed to do anything on it. He was totally obsessed. It was ridiculous. Sharon, <laughs> when you got divorced, though, who kept that lawn? Well, I did, of course. <laughs> Oh, Sharon, you are a monster. <laughs> you kept... but, but, but what's hilarious now is that I've had the lawn and the backyard and the front yard redone a couple of times. And now I'm in the process of redoing it again, waiting for someone to give me a call back to take some. I want 12 cubic metres taken away because I want to redo the whole thing. Mm. And, and at the moment, it's like a jungle. It's got weeds, and it is so opposite to what it used to be like. It's quite funny. <laughs> no, it's not, Sharon. There's <laughs> nothing funny about that Maddie's at twitching. all. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, thank, 
come around and sort it out for me. Yeah, yeah if you you're go. so obsessed, sort yeah. it out. No, yeah. I couldn't do that to another man's lawn. I'm sorry, Shannon. <laughs> no, I'm sure. it's, it's not another man's lawn, it's my lawn. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> okay. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What a huge bust happened. Everyone's talking about it. A worldwide sting. FBI was involved, Australian Federal Police. They've got 300 kilos of drugs and multiple, multiple arrests. So there's that all over Australia? Like there were 100 people arrested all over Australia? I mean, it was like yeah. 800 worldwide too. Mm. It was massive, mm. massive. And really clever way they did it. They, um, the police set up years ago uh, an app, like a WhatsApp, to, mm-hmm. to communicate. And criminals started using it to chat to each other um, anonymously. It was called Anom, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in a most ironic twist, and they were doing all their dealings on this app, and they just swooped in and busted them. But the police are the ones that started up this yes, app. Yes, they started the app That's like a three years ago, plan, isn't it? Mm. So all you had to do, word of mouth, is get one person who's undercover yeah. to say, "Hey, this is the only way we do deals now." Mm. I pass it on. <laughs> but imagine that, like, because that would have had to have been an idea someone brought in, and imagine taking that Pitching to like that in the meeting, the top, like all the top investigators being mm. like, "What if we just invent?" an iPhone app and try and get them chatting between they'll just give us the information rather than having to shake people for it. See, I reckon they would have flipped a few people and gone, hey, we won't charge you with this time, but use this app next time you do your deals, and then it would have started to get a bit of, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. They busted people in the mafia. It's, it's Australian mafia. Do you feel like you have to whisper mafia? Yeah, is it make it better? Australian mafia. I do. When I lived on the Gold Coast and all the bikey stuff was being reported, and then we talked about that, I still felt like I had to whisper. So you say it, but well, apparently there was bikies arrested as well. Really? Yeah. Mafia and bikey. Australian mafia. Australian mafia? That's what it said. But they'd be connected to the Italian mafia. Well, that's yeah, it. They're, they're, all, they're all in the... <laughs> if you're in the mafia, it's the mafia. Right. It's not like a franchise. Oh, Is there no. any that they don't own, though? Do you know what I mean? Like, New Zealand Mafia, uh, I don't know about, you know. Hey, Bruce, Australian, hey, hey, hey Bruce. Bruce, I'm going to break your kneecaps. I mean, hey, the Bruce, Mafia. Take the gun, keep the cannoli. <laughs> Bro, you know I can't keep covering for you. What you lose the drugs for? Oh, Bro, I'm going to make out. him an offer he can't refuse. Our amazing Kiwi listeners out there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Bad. Sorry. But, of course, this isn't the first time there's been a police sting. They do it all the time yeah. if the movies and TV shows are to be believed. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I went through some of the um, some of the most bizarre police stings. Because, you know, there's there's obvious ones where, the, you know, when they send someone in who pretends to be a lady of the night, she turns out to be a police officer, that kind of thing. Yeah. But this one... Imagine the outfit you get to claim on tax for that. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> Come on, Cheryl. We know you already own that. I was that. undercover. You weren't undercover with the nurse. Come on. You can't claim that. Oh, okay, we, we've got enough evidence to bust him. Yeah, I know, but he's hot. Can we just give it another 10? <laughs> so these are the most creative ways people around the world, uh, police around the world, have busted the crims. Yeah, well, on the morning of December 15th, 1985, 101 guests arrived at the Washington Convention Center wearing Redskins regalia and in a festive mood because they have been told that they had all been, they'd all received a, a letter from a new TV station saying you've been selected to go to the Washington's um, game in Bengal. We'll get, take a bus oh. and we'll go. Free yeah. tickets, yeah. Free tickets to the Redskins game. And when they got there, they were all the police were like, they had them all in the room and they're like, there's a hundred of them. If we try to arrest them all at once, they're probably going to riot. So they took them 16 at a time into a room. <laughs> so like for a meet and greet with the players. Yeah, they, they had an MC guy and he was like, I'm going to tell you a bit of the history and all that stuff. And then when they got Have in there, they like, d'oeuvres. Yeah, busted. 
Yeah. And were they all, not linked, but just they were all wanted by police? They all had warrants out. They all had warrants. So they went through their warrants list. That's cool. Sent them out. They do it, yeah, yeah. What about the one person that goes, I'm not a fan of that team? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did it again, not with tickets. This time police in Phoenix, this was in uh, 2002, uh, they told people that they had won a DVD player. Oh, that was when they were about a thousand bucks, though, was it? I for don't a DVD know. Well, player. I guess even even if it wasn't, well, and they had to go oh, pick it up. They had to go pick up the um, the DVD player. This was all for uh, drinking under the influence. So if you got busted doing that and you had to shut up, it's good to know for court. any criminals out there. If you feel like you got a letter in the mail that you've won tickets, ooh. yeah, and they taped it. They, they filmed it. <laughs> they filmed them walking in to get their DVD player, then finding out that they got arrested. This guy thought he was going into another room for a free DVD player. <laughs> Chandler police had a different prize for him and two dozen others who have outstanding arrest warrants. Do I still get the DVD player? <laughs> and they all the people at the shops cheering, pretending that they've got the DVD player before yeah, they yeah, get arrested? They're walking in and they go, oh. hey, DVD player, go on in. Yeah, and you can even hear the handcuffs going on. Yeah, and yeah. Now, and so, yeah. now, we were talking about this off air and you guys all laughed at me because I was trying to come up with these. Well, you were telling us a story and then you go, oh, no, sorry, that might be from a Simpsons episode, which often happens with your stories. Yeah. It was from a Simpsons episode. <laughs> it was from this one, and this is what they did. <laughs> this sting can't miss, boys. I mailed these bogus prize certificates to every scoff lot in Springfield. When they show up for their free motorboats, we arrest them and beat them to the full extent of the law. So the hook is baited, huh? <laughs> nice metaphor, Eddie. Yeah, good way. So it was from the Simpsons. But some L.A. police officers watched that episode and went, No. Let's try give it a go. <laughs> no. Yeah. So they sent out they sent out uh, 960 letters saying uh, to people of interest saying that they have won a sweepstakes and they'd won a boat. Didn't go as well. Only 10 showed up. Oh, still that's 10 that you didn't <laughs> have to go yeah, looking 10. for. That's 10. Oh, go to the so coppers. I was right. That's a good story. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. $10,000. That's what you win, Alpha Bucks, every time we play. Let's give two answers for tomorrow's game. Blush and biology. So I guess blush as if, oh, you could say what's the reaction you do, but I'm going to guess makeup. Mm -hmm. Blush and biology. Biology is one of my favourite subjects. What's one of Abby's favourite subjects? Blush. (laughs) (laughs) True. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bringing flatmates back. Yeah. We'll find out which one's going to blow the stack. <laughs> it started as a joke, us saying that we could never go back and live with flatmates because we live with partners and now it's just nicer having... No filter. ...someone to boss around. Yeah, I guess. Because <laughs> that way you can, you can iron out all the creases in the... Living arrangement. Very diplomatic way to put it. Yeah. Is it easier to be inconsiderate with a partner than a flatmate, do you think? Well, you, yeah. I mean, you can't leave. Like, could you imagine if your flatmate left a wet towel on your bed? Like, you wouldn't just go out going, oh! Yeah. I think the true. other thing is, too, you don't live with a flatmate for 20 years. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's going to end at some point. Mm. And you're also not intimate with them. Uh-uh. Occasionally, there was. 
Everyone's been guilty of it from hundreds of them. Yeah. Well, I've landed with my sister, so not me. Case in point. So we're going to do it for a week. We've decided we get along really well nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, we hang out together. We are genuinely friends. What would happen if we lived together? Um, now, we want it to be genuine, so um, our... Producer, our executive producer Siobhan has come in and she's got a suggestion and it's around budgeting, right? Yeah, well, we were talking about it and, you know, obviously when you live together, there are certain communal costs that you have. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. you might be taking care of your own toiletries and you might be taking care of your own breakfast and lunch and stuff, but most houses would have dinners together Mm -hmm. and then pull in for things like cleaning products. Yeah, and toilet paper is always a huge one. Toilet paper is a huge one and some people are one-ply people and some people are three-ply people and that results in arguments. We can steal that from work. We could do that. I mean, not now I've said it out loud, but we could have. And the guy that lived in a house... And he used to pay for it because he used to say he did number twos at work. Mm. And we used to say, yeah, but the amount of girls that you have over. So once we went into his ensuite and took out all the toilet rolls that were in there and he could just feel sorry for the girl that slept. Oh, <laughs> But it gets catty like that. Mm. If he because wants to play those games. That's what we were doing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If he says, well, I don't use the toilet paper, take the toilet paper. Yeah, what sort of house do you live in where the toilet paper is the one that's locked up with a key? Yeah. Probably most. Yeah. I would yeah. say that's more common than you realise. Toilet paper and things like oil. There's always spots and things like oil in the kitchen. Mm. So we've set out some rules. Mm -hmm. Your budget is going to include your communal dinners, your cleaning products, so Mm -hmm. like your toilet papers and things like that, Mm -hmm. and you each get to include a treat in the shop. Ooh. Because that's always like, you know, everyone always gets to pick something. So Abs might be she wants kale. (laughs) That's not a treat. Maddie's might be he wants chocolate. Kale's not a treat. I just have it every night because it's good for you. What about alcohol? Is Is that in the budget? No. Now, see, everyone does their own. Everyone does their own. Usually, alcohol. that was that was the thing that we used to do at our house. Shared. You shared. If yes. you want to include alcohol to have... in this budget, you go right ahead. Oh, I thought we might get an increase. <laughs> yeah, because Sex in the City. We used to all share. Like we used to always put in money, and it was for food and for wine because we used to always have a different show on each night that we watched. Oh, okay. As a team, yeah. So it was part um, of the dinner thing. Um, I'm doing a home brew, guys. Oh, classic. <laughs> doing a homebrew in the garage. Just, be, just becomes murky beer-flavoured water that yeah. makes you sick. This is his yeah. idea of heaven. Occasionally yeah. explodes. All right, yeah. so what is, what is our budget for the week? So we, did a, we, we didn't pull this number out of anywhere. We did a lot of research around the office from mm. all our times living in share houses. Yeah. And your budget for the week is $60. In a, what a universe? Week? Yes. For just dinners and cleaning products. Dinners and cleaning products, and you get a treat in the shop. So we get a bottle of bleach for the cleaning and a couple of sponges. We've got that sorted. And a little bit of vinegar. Vinegar's cheap for cleaning. Yeah. I can do that. And then I'll just then make up paper. a big bo- uh, batch of spaghetti bolognese at the start of the week, and we're sorted. And this is the thing. It's Don't up to you how you guys split it. Like, me ring and throw on some broccoli to make it healthy, $7.45 meal. If you want to splash out, chicken, chips, and gravy... $16.80 meal. A hot chicken's like $10. Yeah. That's not bad. We can get hot chickens. We're not going back to uni student days. We've all got jobs. That's when like most people share house. Like in my imagination scenario. 60 bucks. You can make it work. Oh, man. Can't so get other, you Brussels sprouts for that. No. The other bonus I had was I always worked in hospitality, so I was just bringing... So did I. Got extra meatballs. You used to see That's what was good. left in the kitchen. I used to mm. bring muffins to him. That's good. The other thing that does work out well is we need to get really friendly with the elderly people in the street. Because we've had that before when I flattered with two other guys. Mm. The old lady across the road would always bring over cakes and things that she'd been cooking. All right. Let's get a moving van to park out the front. People think we're moving in. 
And they'll bring us over lasagna. We can do a lot of rice dishes. Rice dishes and pastas are obviously the cheapest. We just won't do meat. We'll just go veggie for the week because meat's very Bread. We're going to need heaps heaps of of bread. bread. Just got to be clever about it, guys. We'll get all our meetings catered that week. (laughs) (laughs) 60 bucks, though. That is not... I, that's it is I reckon that's, that's just for dinner. I think that's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that. $60? I'm happy with that. I'll do the cooking. You're not getting heavy on water, that's for sure. No, I don't get that. I only get it when my mum's here because she buys she it for me. She buys You're walking with an heavy on water like, your mum better bought that. No, I'm pretty good on a budget. Well, there's mints, and we're not getting the top shelf mints. You've got to no. have a little bit of fat. No. It gives you heartburn, but that's fine. So are we going <laughs> to shop together, or are we going to yes. assign one person to go shopping? You're going to shop together. Unless you guys don't want to, and I'll take 10% Oh, more God, no. Oh, no, no, no we're not shopping chance. with we'll you. We'll be there. All right. No. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> Sure was one of the great origin tries. Billy Slater is on the air with us this morning. You're pumped up and ready to go, mate. Yeah, good morning, guys. It's like Christmas, isn't it? Origin time. <laughs> um, yeah, looking forward to this one tonight. It is exciting when you get to work and everyone's wearing their colours as well. And you're like, where were you born? Why are you wearing the blue? And they're like, I was born in orange. You're like, I did not know that about you. <laughs> but what do you do? Do you just pull on an old merch? <laughs> I don't like you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. It is. <laughs> do you get in your colours first thing in the morning? Uh, no, those days are gone. I certainly did when I was a young fella, but um, I think once you start playing, and um, you know, I was fortunate enough to what, play 30, 31 Origins, so I got in my colours for nine days before every Origin 31 <laughs> times, so it was, <laughs> so it was pretty cool to, to be a part of it like that. Now, this is an interesting one, Billy, because in the office, every office in Brisbane, people are going to be having digs at each other, mm. um, but mm. I just saw our company CEO outside near the coffee machine. He's here. He's from Sydney. Do you think if I hang crap on him today, today's the one day that you're allowed to do that to the CEO? Yeah, I'd, I'd be going for a walk down the road to get another coffee somewhere else. No, right. yeah. Yeah, bypassing it completely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> give it a crack, mate. You see how you go. <laughs> well, we'll know the results <laughs> the tomorrow gauntlet. morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of talk, if we talk footy for a second here, and that is that uh, New South Wales say that we always run the narrative of the game in Queensland, that we're always you know, trying to create the fact that there could be someone hurt or not. What, what, yeah. are, you, what are you thinking about the, uh, the whinging fiddlers of the world? <laughs> Oh, look, it's, it's a bit of a joke at the moment. Um, so, yeah, have a little bit of fun with it. But uh, at the end of the day, it hasn't been ideal preparations for Queensland. We've got a few injury clouds, Munster and Harry Grant, which are thankfully okay to play tonight. Um, camera, um, Caleb Ponga, he had to be ruled out earlier in the week. And, and Dane Gagai, well, he's been in hospital with tonsillitis. So he, he trained our last session. Uh, We'll have 17 fit players tonight, that, that's for sure. And they'll, they'll, they're our best 17 players, so really looking forward to the contest. Uh, hasn't been ideal preparations, but at the end of the day, the 80-minute performance tonight is the only thing that counts. A lot of talk, too, about the new um, high-contact rules um, changing the, the club games. Is there going to be a little bit of leeway for the Origin because it is so hectic, or will it be as stringent as it has been? Yeah, look, I, I think they're, they're starting to adapt both players and, and referees, the way that we adjudicate it, the way that the players have, um, are controlling their defensive tactics and that sort of stuff. Look, there's no doubt there's going to be accidental contact and there's going to be a penalty here and there. Um, but I think they're, they're, they're really getting on top of what is a send-off and, and what needs to stay on the field. And, mm. and state of origin is, is brutal. Mm. It's, 
it's physical, but at the end of the day, the rules are still the same. You, you, you can't go out, you know, taking people's heads off. So if there's forceful contact, someone will find themselves in the bin. Um, let's hope they don't, and it's a, it's a fair contest, but if you do the wrong thing, you're going to get penalised. Right. Billy, I think Matty will hate me saying this because he's wearing his maroon over there, but it ends up that he's probably a true uh, New South Wales supporter because if uh, the Maroons lose <laughs> tonight, he's going to get a big emblem of New South Wales painted on his back lawn, which is his prized possession. Oh, <laughs> wow. The bets are out. There'll be many bets going on between friends mm-hmm. that are New South Wales and Queenslanders, so... Whether it's a carton of beer or, or little things, you got to wear the jersey or something like that. So, well, yeah, that's what it's all about. It, it brings all those little <laughs> little uh, battles out. That's funny, isn't it? He said, oh, "Let me just get a tattoo. That'd be easier." Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I prefer, prefer it. That's what, that's, what, that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's a bit steep. <laughs> well, at least you can hide that in shame. You know what I mean? Put a t-shirt on, but when it's in your backyard and they're going to fly a drone over your house. Yeah, but it's there forever. Yeah. You <laughs> can mow over it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point, Billy. Uh, you've, you've done well there. Um, did you ever make bets? Like, did the players, obviously, you couldn't bet money um, because that's illegal in the game. <laughs> Very illegal, Matt. Is it? Very illegal. Yeah. So no, let's no. not go there. But between no you and. You and. Because yeah. you, no pl- you play against your own players, like in your team, like. At, in New South Wales, yeah. in your club team. So would there be chatter on field if you tackle one of your own blokes and give them a bit? Yeah, yeah it's quite strange. Look, look, one minute you're playing against them for State of Origin and two days later you, you play with them at club level. And I think you just come to come to adapt and, um, and, and that's just the, the situation that you're in. To play State of Origin, it's it's every young, young man's dream, Queensland or New South Wales. So... You go out there and, and, and you give it all. Um, I've played against many of my teammates at State of Origin level and, and there's certainly no holding back. So mm. not too much chatter. You don't get too much time to talk out on the on the field in Origin. You, you're just trying to get your, fill your lungs back up. Yeah, well, uh, look, it is going to be exciting. The first time it's ever played in North Queensland as well. Mm. We've had concerns as well that they've only shipped up like 25,000 litres of beer. We don't believe that's going to be enough for North Queensland. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be an incredible atmosphere up there. I'm actually from far north Queensland, three hours north north of Townsville, Innisfail. So I know how much rugby league means to the people up there in North Queensland and, and this is going to be incredible, not just at the stadium but the whole city is going to be buzzing today mm. and um, it's it's going to be a really good atmosphere for the players. Is there, is there that little bit in you that goes, oh, I wish I was still playing, wish I was there tonight? <laughs> these these are the times. Yeah. These are the times that you, you're just like, oh, can I still play? But um, unfortunately a lot of work has to go in before you get to these moments. So these players have have done the time and put the work in, and, and they deserve to be out there. So, yeah, had so, my time in the sun. <laughs> how old are you now? Uh, 38 this 38. year. And isn't that funny that everyone's like, no, nah, he's 38, he's too old. Too old. He's too old, he's past yeah. it. Well, Cameron Smith was playing last year, so that, that sort of put it in the back of your mind. Can I still, I could probably yeah. still do it. But <laughs> <laughs> nah, not, not anymore. Well, mate, um, we're looking forward to it. State of Origin Game 1 from Townsville, eight ten. It kicks off tonight. Catch all the action live on Channel 9. Um, we'll see you on there. Billy Slater, always a pleasure, mate. Great to talk to you. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. They're afraid of you, aren't they? They should be. An insider. Ready to speak the truth. I want to go on the record. Because where there's smoke, there's fire.
I don't care what you say. Life is full of stereotypes. <laughs> it just is. I turned 30. I fell in love with my lawn and I'm obsessed with it. And it's just the thing that happened mm-hmm. when I hit you, my 30s. Uh, you have a sore back and you wear cardigans. That's, that's, here I am, baby. Ooh, ooh. I've arrived. Do me, do me. Uh, you're a Scotsman and I paid for lunch last time. <laughs> and it was te- going me out, uh, taking me out for my birthday. Yeah, you got me there. Bang! <laughs> She's pretty good. Uh, so we've already spoken to a flight attendant about the stereotypes of people who fly. We've spoken to a barman about the stereotypes of, say, a rum drinker or a cosmopolitan drinker. Mm-hmm. You can see those videos online. Our barista joins us this morning to do just this. Of course, at this time of the morning, they're making coffees. Mm-hmm. Shelby is on the line. Hi, Shelby. Hi, how are you? We are good. How many years have you worked as a barista for? Roughly about 10. I've been, I started making coffee when I was uh, part of my parents' cafe when I was 13. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you the coffee and then okay. you give us the stereotypical person who comes to buy that coffee. Yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> okay, what about someone that orders almond milk? Oh, I usually get, you know, a lot of people, like alternative milk is definitely a trend at the moment and there's some magical health benefits to almond milk apparently. You get a lot of gym girls that uh, who don't necessarily uh, go to the gym, but they constantly live in their active wear basically <laughs> yeah. and they come in and they usually got a nice face full of filler. <laughs> they need their almond latte or I'll get an almond ice latte. I'm a uh, long black man myself and I find that they vary in quality. You can either get a really good one or it's just brown water. What is so, it? Long blacks are definitely hard to adjust to if you usually drink milk coffee and you're right, they do vary in quality a lot depending on the place you go. Mm. But you get a lot of people who try and force themselves to drink long blacks and um, majority would be male that drink a long black and a lot of people who, again, like come in active wear or I get a lot of personal trainers, businessmen who are just like, I just need coffee, I don't want any other calories. <laughs> yeah, do you always reckon, Shelby, because we've got two long black drinkers here, they try to pretend that they love it, but you know deep oh, down that it. they it's would horrible. prefer <laughs> to yeah. have a milk. Yeah. Pretty much. Everyone's just trying to, like, they're like, oh, I'll just cut out the calories of milk and... I'll just drink it black, but really, in the end, it's just a diluted espresso and it's still going to be very intense. Shelby, that's what I say to people. People say, why did you change to long black? And I said, don't drink your calories, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes, but you'll like it after three weeks. You really get used to it and you learn to like it. No, you don't. not necessarily liking it. It's like, you're just used to it now. (laughs) Now, tell me about this one, because I think this is the beginner's coffee, the mocha. Yeah, Yeah, definitely you're right. I think I get like a lot of I don't know, maybe like teenagers, uni students, and they do want the caffeine, but they don't like coffee. They'll either get like extra chocolate or a bunch of sugar in it. (laughs) Who are the people that ask for an extra hot, please? They get a bit of an older generation. They have had their taste buds burnt (laughs) for the past 50 years, and they're like, now it needs to be hotter. And they often come in being like, extra, 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 extra hot. And it's often a cappuccino. Cappuccino is pretty old school these days. Mm. And you'll get it back in like five minutes being like, "Mm, this isn't hot enough. Can you microwave it for me? And Uh, I'm like, I'm just going to remake it. I'm not going to microwave it. No, 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 it's fine. I'm "I'm definitely not microwaving a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It goes against every soul of my being (laughs) more than making it extra hot for you. How do you feel about, and I know I'm guilty for this, I'm the person who turns up to the coffee shop and I bring all the kids and they play with toys and they fight and they carry on. How do the baristas <laughs> feel about 
the, the, the family group with all the wild children? Oh, look, me personally, I'm not a huge fan of kids, so it definitely pushes my buttons probably a little more than others. So, and, you know, having to take your time out to make anything other than coffees is always a bit of a pain. Just make the so bloody baby chino, Shelby. <laughs> or baby chinos. It's just like... <laughs> You're wasting my time. Yeah. My, my, when I ran a coffee shop, my most hated ones were the people that would get a coffee each, sit there for four hours just on the yes, one coffee. Yeah, definitely. I definitely work at a smaller venue as well, so we don't have a lot of seats. So we'll get people come in. Um, I get a lot of, like, young mums who are having their little mums and bubs hang out, <laughs> and they'll sit there for about four hours yeah. on the one cup of coffee and take up about five seats mm. and have their prams everywhere. Guilty. And I'm like, okay, well, I've got other customers that really want to sit down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Shelby... Shelby, my uh, my annoyance is when I went to go and go and order a coffee and no one's there and you order it and they don't seem to bring it out for ages and then you realise there's a group of 40 cyclists out the front who have <laughs> yes. all ordered coffees and they haven't got yeah. them yet. That's also another thing. The cyclists often come at least 10 minutes before you're actually open. Mm-hmm. So, and they'll come and they're like, can we order coffee? And I'm like, can you give me 10 minutes? I'm not ready. And they're like, oh, we'll just order and then you can make them when you're ready. And I'm like, I don't have time to take your order right now. I'm still setting up. And it's just like one after the other. And then you're right. Yeah, there's like an order of 10 coffees and then you've got other customers coming in being like, where's my coffee? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Plus, Bill, I can see your junk and it's putting me off. So sit yeah, down. Wait your turn. Yeah, and they just unzip their shirts and have their chest out and walking around in their little clicky-clacky shoes. Yeah. yeah. Sunny. <laughs> Taking me right there. Also guilty. <laughs> uh, all right, Shelby, so good to have you on. Thank you very much for that one. No worries. Thank you for having me. There we go. Shelby, the barista. She's done it for 10 years. She knows every person and what their coffee order says about them. It's Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab, Abby and Matt are searching for B105's all righty, here we go. We promise this has to go off by Friday. Uh, if we do not find the chosen one today, we are going to drop bombshell clues that will absolutely make this person realise it's them. Um, all right, it's worth $20,000. We chose one person in Brisbane to be the chosen one. Mm. And remember, mm. if it's not you, not sounding like you, you can swoop in and steal the money off this person as well. Mm. The big clues yesterday were you're a female from the south side mm-hmm. and you attended a wedding in May is very specific. That is very specific. Sherry in South Ripley, who do you think is the chosen one? I think I am, guys. Ooh, you're oh, you're sounding confident. Did you go to a wedding? That's the big one. I did in uh, Preston Peak Winery. I think it was the 28th of May. Oh, mm-hmm. beautiful Tick. spot for a wedding at Disney Tourba. It was, yeah. All right. What what other clues make you think it's oh, you? Everything. I live <laughs> at the south side. I'm obviously female. I was born in 72. Um, I live on gin, so that's one of my main <laughs> things I like to drink. Do you wear a um, uniform to work? I do. I have it on right now, ready to go to work. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts um, on lasagna? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking the lasagna thing was something I posted on Instagram to do with, um, like, a review thing. Okay. Um, I always do weird things like that. that drives my husband crazy. <laughs> um, That's what marriage you know, is about, Sherry, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I know it is. Yeah. Um, it, SVU is like... 
continuously on in our house. My husband just goes, if I hear that da 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 one more time, I'm going to turn the electricity off. Do you watch the marathons on, is it the Hallmark Channel or one of those on Foxtel? No, I haven't got Foxtel. I've only got Binge and um, Netflix. Oh, so you watch it on there. So I watch pay, it on there. Who's a Broncos fan in your... My, my son, the poor thing, and, uh, yeah, he keeps on going. I don't know why he does it, but he, <laughs> he's committed. He's committed. Because that's what you do. You stick by your team through thick and thin, and I support that kid because one day we're going to get our crack team and we'll be the people who stuck by the crack team to get to the crack team. That's you sound just like him. <laughs> all right, Sherry, let's uh, let's find out. All of them are adding up to sound like it could be you. $20,000 is what mm-hmm. it is worth. I know. It's amazing, huh? What are you going to do if you win it? Well, I've been off work for a while. I only just got back, so we're behind in a lot of bills and things. So I know that's boring. I'd probably pay some bills, then probably do something crazy. It's not boring to take away the stress. Mm. You know, yeah, if you haven't yeah. been working for a while, Sherry, $20,000 will just make everything good again. Yeah, it just brings us back to, you know, clean slate. Sherry? Yep. You? I'm, I'm going to pee myself in a second, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You are the chosen one! You are the one! Oh my god! Oh my god, shaking! Be away! You are $20,000 richer right now, Sherry. Oh my god, can I ring the boss? Uh, Are you not going in today? (laughs) No, I have to, my patience. I have to, but yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, I just want to cry, laugh, pee. Shake all in one go. Oh my god, you have no idea how much this is going to help. Out of every single person here in Brisbane, we said we chose one. Yeah, why'd you choose me? You're just the, the, the chosen one. Just mm. luck. Mm. It just happened to be you, Sherry. Well, well, it's probably one good thing that's happened for a while. Oh, it's been a bit rough, has it? It's been rough, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely been rough. Yeah, last two years have been, yeah, pretty rough. Well, look, it's all tax-free. You don't have to share it with anyone. Um, no one swooped in and tried to steal it from you. You don't have any dodgy friends or family, so that's good oh, news. My husband did try yesterday, but he didn't get through. <laughs> <laughs> I presume he would have shared. Uh, Sherry, when you were listening to all the clues, which is the one that gave it away? Like, Were you listening the whole time and going, nah, that couldn't be me? No, there's a few. It's for you. Mm-hmm. Probably because yeah. I would watched it on my one day off like eight hours straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my husband had to wake me me up and say the music's still going you need to go to bed <laughs> um the gin thing gave it away i'm like no one drinks as much gin as i do you'd really? be surprised <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah the wedding the wedding thing recently definitely was a big one well uh look we'll get you all of that money we'll wire it into your bank account twenty thousand dollars sherry oh, from Lord. south ripley right. you are b105's chosen one congratulations <laughs> thank you so much guys Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I was saying hi to a, a lovely guy that was walking along the streets and I think he was collecting a couple of stuff and as I was walking along I just said, hi, he looks nice. He said hi to me. Well, that's a friendly exchange. But I wonder what he's doing. Looks like he's collecting cans. I went, oh, mm-hmm. 
okay. Well, maybe it was just at the local bin. Didn't really think anything of it. Came home and my husband goes, where's our cans? So what do you mean, where are our cans? Aren't they there? No, someone stole our cans. Now, my mm-hmm. husband takes his can deposit very, very seriously. seriously. Ten cents at every moment. He had it stored away. <laughs> this guy was going along to everyone's can collections and taking them wow. out of the front front lawn. Would you throw ten cents in the bin? <laughs> no. No. That's ten cents that he was going to make every can there. I can't believe that that man stole his money. He goes, did you Did you ask him? I said, well, no. He said, lovely. I said, hi. And he goes, so you saw him? I said, I didn't see him, <laughs> but I could see that it was him. He goes, why didn't you stop him? I said, I didn't think that that was him. So that's why you always break into a house with a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. G'day, guys. Hi. How are we? Hi. Now I know that my husband's going to get a lock and key for the cans. Mm-hmm. Thanks. No thanks. Do you have a separate one for your stuff? For what? Do you just put yours in a recycle bin? Yeah. Can we have yours? Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> Father's Day, I'm going to take you around. <laughs> Stopped by the 7-Eleven this morning. I wanted to get some cough lollies, a bit of a tickle in the throat. Mm. It's, always, it's always nice to grab myself a dollar coffee. You know, it's something a little warm to have a little sip on on the way in. And usually, um, you know, when you go to a place outside of hours that are open 24 hours, the doors are locked. Mm. And so you get to the door and it goes, Meh, and they look out at you, check that you're not dodgy looking, <laughs> look you up and down, and then let you in. There's a new guy there today. I thought oh, I'm going to get looked up and down here. Man walking up to the door. I was halfway across the car park and then the doors opened. I was like, nah, nah, nah. I know I'm wearing a country road jumper in my RMs, but I could be dangerous. Thank you very much. <laughs> Give us your dangerous face. <laughs> Give me all your money. If I said give you your sexy face, I think you'd try to probably do the same. Same, same, same. Isn't that what you asked for? <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. It's something that people just don't do anymore. Took Gussie for a walk yesterday and I left my phone at home by mistake. Oh my god. Well, the thing is, I um, go to pick up Rory from school at the end of that walk. And you couldn't take a selfie to prove that you're walking with a dog? <laughs> no, I couldn't do that either. But I, I couldn't, I didn't know what time it was. But you always said you could always tell the time. Yes, but I need to know, I need a marker. I didn't know when I Oh, left. not by the sun. No, not or by the sun. lack of. Yeah, it was cloudy too, so that was out. <laughs> so I was in the unfortunate community situation where I saw someone walking past me and I had to ask them what the time was to get my marker to know when to go. I said, sorry, but do you know what time it is? They said, yes, it's 2021, get a phone. <laughs> so thanks, but no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.